Welcome to Sassy Nation on this Tuesday, the last day of November 2021, so it's 1130. Can't believe it, December's tomorrow. We've made it through 2021, just about. So what's on tap for today? Oh my God, so much to talk about. A lot of football, a lot of football. And then um, just want to clear up some rumors, although I don't really clean up rumors, really. I kind of like when people start talking shit about me on, on Instagram and everywhere else on Twitter and stuff. So I'm just going to clean that up a little bit. So anyhow, um, let's do football first. So I saw that OBJ actually caught a touchdown the other day. Um, and he's su- supposedly he's playing hurt. I guess his back hurts. Um, wow, oh my god, you mean he's not being selfish? Thinking about himself? He actually wants to look good for the Rams? Uh, well, that's, that's surprising. We'll get into the Jets and the Panthers later. So let's talk about other games first. So on Thanksgiving, the best game was the Raiders, was the Raiders game with the Cowboys. I mean, hands down, best game of the, of the holiday. Uh, although the Lions game was not bad either. I just wish they won. Because uh, I did pick them. Um, but it did come down to the wire, so they came close. I'm going to say this. The Lions will get, they will they will win one game this year. That's what I will say. Um, but then you had, um, you know, um, the Ravens against the Browns. You had Mayfield playing hurt. Um, I don't know if they should continue to play Mayfield if he's that hurt. He's got all different ailments wrong with him. But that's a different story for a different day. Uh, you got the Packers, who won. Aaron Rodgers is not going to have surgery on his toe. But I'm going to say this. Even if he had surgery on his, on his toe, they're still going. Uh, they're still my pick to go to the Super Bowl. I'm still picking the Packers. Um, the Broncos versus the Chargers. The Broncos won. You had the Falcons playing the Jags. Um, the Jaguars, Jaguars, uh, you know, yeah, it was nice to see the Falcons actually getting a win. And believe it or not, the Falcons are five and six. They are on the bubble for the playoffs, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, then you have the Patriots in first place at eight and four. The Bills are seven and four. The Patriots have won six in a row. Now, I will say this. I have said time and time again that Mac Jones was the best quarterback coming out of the draft. He has proven me correct. But two, the Patriots would not be anywhere near first place if Cam Newton was was still there. Just remember that because we're going to get back to him when we talk about the Panthers. Um, and we'll just mention their opponent on Sunday was the Dolphins. And I've, I warned, I don't know how many people, about the Dolphins' defense. They're the, they're the team that blitzes the most this year. Um, I don't remember what stat I had. But the Dolphins, they've been, they are like the, they're blitzing like all the freaking time. Um, let me look up my stats. Where are they? I have to find them. Hold on a minute. Um, the Dolphins 
they blitz more than any oh they've had their safeties have blitzed more than any defensive backs since 2015. Um, you know, um, after starting one and seven, now the Dolphins have won games. They've won now four in a row. Um. The Dolphins blitz more than any team in the league. According to Nets, Next Jets, Gen Stats, they blitz on 40.5% of the dropbacks and the only team in the league over 40%. Okay. Um, if you want to know the other two teams that are close to them, it's Tampa Bay and Baltimore. They bring a lot of blitz. And they did. So we'll talk about that in a moment. But I'm just mentioning the Dolphins because they've won four in a row. Um, and they're on the bubble at five and seven. So interesting. So on the bubble are the Broncos, the Raiders, the Colts, the Browns, the Steelers, and even the Dolphins now at five and seven in um, for the other bubble, it's the Vikings, the Falcons, the Saints, the Eagles, and the, and the Panthers. Now, the Falcons are five and six, by the way, and they're on the bubble. Um, the Bengals. I, would, I wouldn't want to mess with them. I would not even want to play them in the first round. They look dangerous. They look um, more and more like a great playoff team. Um, and who would have ever thought that the Seahawks would be three and eight? But Jamal Adams is used to losing, so he's used to having a losing season. Um, this is what he brings when he goes to a team. He brings he brings the losing culture. So now he's brought the losing culture to Seattle from the Jets. Uh, let's see. So here are the teams to watch. So you have the Patriots and the Bills. Now, long hold. The Patriots are playing the Bills on Monday night, December 6th. That's the Monday night game. That game is going to be awesome. But here's what here's the game that's going to determine who's going to win that division. It's going to be December 26th when they play each other again. Remember, now here's the Patriots schedule. Besides the December 26th game for the Bills, they play the Colts, the Jags, the Dolphins, and the Bills twice. How many of those games do you think they're going to win? They're definitely good. I definitely think they're going to beat the Jaguars. They're going to beat the Colts. I think they're going to beat the Bills. At least once. I think the Dolphins will beat them, actually. I just, I can see them losing to the Dolphins. Um, and then you have the Bills schedule. The Bills have a little harder schedule, but not really. They play, obviously, they played the Patriots twice. They play the Bucks. They play the Panthers, they play the Falcons, and they play the Jets. They're going to beat the Jets, let's be real. The Falcons, they're going to beat the Falcons. They're better than them. The Bucks, that's going to be an interesting game, but I'm going to say the Bucks are probably going to win that game. And the Panthers, I'm, I'm, I'm torn between, I don't know if they're going to win or lose that game. It depends on a lot of factors on the Panthers' side, who's going to win that game. They have a chance to beat the Patriots, but I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. I think the I think the Monday night game though, the December sixth game, I think the Patriots are gonna win that game. Um and then here's the Bengals schedule. Okay. Um 
they're in the division with the Ravens. So, and they beat the Ravens, by the way, October 24th. So then you have them against the Chargers, the 49ers, the Broncos, the Ravens again, the Chiefs, and the Browns. Now, don't forget that the Bengals already had their bye week already. Um, I don't remember if it was week nine or ten, but they've already had they've already had their um their bye week. So let's just look this up a second. I'm just curious on something. Um. Right, so the Ravens are eight and three. The Bengals are seven and four. Now, the Bengals beat the Ravens October twenty fourth. So now, if the Ravens can beat the can beat the Ravens again when they play them, that may be the clinch for the division. I'm gonna say, because if they go two and zero against them, if if they have a tiebreaker, they'll win. Because I mean, the Ravens schedule. Here's the Ravens' schedule. Let's look at the Ravens' schedule for a moment. So the Ravens play the Steelers, the Browns, the Packers. Then oh, the December 26th game is against the Bengals, by the way. Then they play the Rams and the Steelers again. Now, the Steelers are on the bubble. I don't know. I think the Ravens are going to win on Sunday against the Steelers. Sorry, but not. I think that's what's going to happen. Ben, Big Ben looks old. They really, they really need a quarterback. Um, the Browns, the Browns play them tough, but it depends on a lot of factors with the Browns. Then they play the Packers, that's a loss. Aaron Rodgers is going to win that game. Then they play the Bengals, that's going to be a good game. The Rams, Rams are not that good, okay? And then the Steelers again. So, I mean, that division's going to be interesting too. So it's that division that's interesting and the Patriots and the Bills. So it's going to be between the Bengals and the Ravens in that division and the Patriots and the Bills in that division. Then you have Green Bay. Okay. Green Bay schedule. Bears, Ravens, Browns, Vikings, and Lions. So I think the I think Green Bay is going to beat the Bears. The Ravens is going to, I think, uh, you know, I think they're going to beat the Ravens. The Browns, the Vikings is always a tough game. And the Lions. So I think they're going to beat the Lions, obviously. So, like I said, so the Vikings are on the bubble, and they play Green Bay plays them. So that's going to be an important game for the Vikings, depending on if by then they're out of it already. I don't know. We'll find out. But it's going to be some interesting football the last couple weeks of the season. And you have people fighting for playoff spots. You have people fighting for first place. Um, and overall, home field advantage. So we shall see what happens. Now, let's go talk about the goop, the go, the gooey stuff. Let's go talk about the Jets. So I put it out there that I asked if we, the fans, were going to support Zach coming back on Sunday. And, you know, my answer is no, because they did not. Um, you did have a few few fans on social media supporting him and defending and defending Zach. Um, you had, 
you know, you had the usual fans that say he's no good, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. I mean, basically the same shit. Um, I mean, I can basically read some comments for you because, I mean, some of these people are just literally out of their freaking minds. Um, how many did I have there? Five. Oh, it's getting better. All right. So for the Jets. Um, I'll just say this. So Robert Solly discussed the rushing touchdown from Zach on Sunday's game, and he said the ball was actually designed to go to the running back. He didn't have an option to run. As he was handing it off, he saw the Texans had a fully loaded box, so he pulled it. So I commented, oh, so you mean to tell me that Zach can read defense? But wait, the fans are saying he can't. Seriously. Um, so I will say this. Dun, dun, dun. Let's go. Oh, that's the Panthers. We got to get back to them later. Um, hold on. I will get to the Jets. I got to look at the comments. So I'm scrolling. So just please hold. Um. We're getting there. Okay. So here is the difference between the play calling with Zach and the play calling with Mike White and even Flacco. The play calling with the backups was very different. And who is mentoring him? Because people complain. Flacco only just got there. He's basically been on his own this entire year. So... You know, I, I, I read this uh, Twitter account called the Jets, the Jet Press, and he says, I know people want to turn this into a positive for Zach, but he was really bad. Don't think the outcome of the game is a reflection of how he played at all. It's a reflection of how the Jets could still win in spite of the incompetent QB. No, it's a reflection on the defense because the defense for the Jets was on fire on Sunday. The defense had themselves a great game. That's why they won that game. They didn't win. It's not a reflection that they could still win in spite of him. It's a reflection that the defense actually did their job. Um, and then let's see the Jets. Oh, so, um, so someone posted this guy, Dennis McQuarrie, on Twitter. It's a win, however, Wilson is still a bust. And then I said, he's not a bust. First off, the Jets need to develop him properly and fix the O-line, the offense. Get him receivers. I don't want to hear that he has receivers. Okay, you can't count on Crowder. You can't count on Corey Davis. He's out now. Mims has been, like, not, like, non-existent all year. Okay, Elijah Moore and him do not have chemistry like you all thought he does, like you all thought they do. Okay, he does not have chemistry. They do not have chemistry together. But the play calling needs to be better too. When White was in, the play calling was more creative. Um, you know, forcing Wilson to think he needs a big play every drive is not developing him properly. 
You can't force him to look like he has, he needs to do that. Um, I think that was all the other stuff I saw about, about Ozak. Um, but obviously stuff gets even more, it gets even better now with the Panthers because, you know, the Panthers on the other hand, uh, 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 uh. okay. Where do I begin with the Panthers? Well, let's see. So all of you Sam Darnold haters out there, I told you it wasn't him. I told you it was the offensive line and the lack of receivers, but you all just wanted to hate on him. Maybe now after Sunday, you'll wake up and see what the real problem is. P.S. It's the same problem the Jets still have. The offensive line. You can't expect a quarterback to have success when your offensive line is inconsistent and ineffective. And then someone on on Instagram messages me, well, look at the look at the um touchdown that Cam ran in. The offensive line helped him. No, number 78. I think it was 78. He was he happens to just be standing right there, not blocking, and he pushed Cam into the end zone. So don't tell me. You all blame Sam Darnold for every fucking loss. When in fact, the game on Sunday showed you all, it doesn't matter who the fuck is quarterback. When the O-line stinks and the receivers are not as elite as you all thought. The reason that Robbie Anderson got over a thousand yards receiving last year was because Christian McCaffrey was not playing. They had nobody else to go to. Remember, Chuba Hubbard was not here last year. Isn't he the rookie running back? I mean, my God, have mercy. You people make me want to drink. Literally, I want to drink. And then someone posts this, if you think Cam is why we lost, please never support this team again. You know what, Josh, shut the fuck up. Because you all blame Sam. Every time the Panthers lost, it was Sam's fault. It was Sam's fault. It was Sam's fault. How many fucking interceptions did Cam Newton throw? That's not on him. But when Sam throws it, it's on him. Shut up. How many times did, did Cam Newton get sacked? But it's not on Cam when he gets sacked. It's on the offensive line and how bad they are and how inefficient they are and how inconsistent they are. But it's not. But it's on Sam when he gets sacked. Shut up. You ain't going anywhere, okay? If you keep the offensive line the way it is, you don't get any elite receivers. Now DJ Moore may be an elite receiver down the line. And he does have chemistry with Sam. Robbie is not an elite receiver. Sorry, Robbie, but you're not. All right. Here's, and I'm going to tell you what happened with Christian McCaffrey. Now, Christian McCaffrey is out again. <clears throat> Christian McCaffrey is hurt again. 
The disconnect is the fact that this team's success revolves around Christian McCaffrey, and he can't even stay on the fucking field. When are the Panthers going to realize they need a playbook that doesn't revolve around Christian McCaffrey? Because when he's not playing, the playbook sucks. Your play calling, Brady, fucking sucks. Go back to college. This ain't college. This is the pros. You want to throw around that shit? Go up, go over there. Now, Randy, I'm going to tell you about Christian McCaffrey. I'm going to give you his stats, okay, of how many games he has played. Let's look. Let's look and see. Now. Receiving. From, I have to look where. Okay. So 2017, he actually played 16 games. 2018, he played 16 games. 2019, he played 16 games. Okay, great. He had three full years of playing every single game. How did he do in those games? Well, let's see. He got two rushing touchdowns in 17, five receptions. In 2018, he got seven rushes, six receptions. 13 touchdowns. 2019, he got 15 rush, four receptions, touchdowns, 19 touchdowns, and he also got one two-point conversion. Last year, he played three games and then got hurt and was out for the remaining of the year. Okay, and then, in, then of course, this year, he's played seven games. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He can't stay on the field now. He's been hurt the past two seasons. And his first season wasn't all that great as a rookie. Why they want to build an offense around him is beyond me. I, I, I'm stumped on that. Yes, he is an elite running back. I get it. But if you're going to revolve an offense around a player that can't now stay on the fucking field. I don't know what the hell you're doing, Christian, but maybe look at your health regimen. Maybe look at your workouts and see that what you're doing isn't working and what you're doing is hurting you. Same with JJ Watt. Whatever you're doing, you're doing something wrong. And you need to correct that in order to stay on the field. But stop blaming Sam. It boggles my mind how much bias you have against what you have with Christian with, with um Cam Newton. He got pulled for PJ Walker. Hello. Like I said in the beginning of the show, the Patriots would not be in first place right now if Cam Newton was there. He's not the same quarterback. Yes, he has more experience. But look at Big Ben and how he's regressed. Look at Matt, Matty Ice. Look at how he's regressed. I'm going to say Matt Stafford too. Look at how he's regressed. He has, he's not, they're not the same quarterback. Some can play forever like Tom Brady and others cannot. 
what the fuck do I know? So, anyhow. Okay, so on Instagram, there are some dumbass guys on there. God, you guys are so fucking stupid. Okay, so in the midst of them throwing shade at Sam, of course, I go after them and I yell at them and I tell them they're wrong. And they then have to throw things back at me. So then I look into things and I say, oh, people spreading shit about me. Oh, I love it. Well, I kind of do because I don't really care. But I just want to say this. Always be careful of what you hear about a woman from a man. Okay? Because from a man, that means he's jealous because he knows he can't have me. So he's going to put some shit out there in the online social media universe to make another guy who wants me not want me. That does that shit does happen, by the way. I see it all the time. So, and then you'll he also hear rumors about me from other girls who can't compete with me because they're envious of me. So they're going to spread shit. So whenever you hear a rumor about somebody in particular, don't listen to these people. Obviously, the guys are jealous because then they started spreading things like um, about like, you know, they started to, they, they really got crude and started talking about sex with me. Um, and that like, you know, young, I'll put this way, younger guys don't want to take me to bed. Like they know this shit. They don't know even what the fuck they're talking about, but okay. Um, and I just want to show this out to all you young 20-year-old somethings and maybe like 18, 19-year-olds. When you call someone a boomer, do you not realize that you're insulting your parents? Because the boomer generation are people that were born from 1946 to 1964, and that's probably your parents? When you use that term, you, that's an insult. You're actually insulting your parents. Or maybe in your case, some of you, your grandparents. I don't know. You're insulting the older generation, which is your parents. I was not born anywhere between 1946 and 1964. <laughs> I wasn't here. Where I was, I don't know. I was probably somewhere sipping cappuccino somewhere up in, the, up in my own little cloud. But that's beside the point. You know, um, and then to the dumbass guys on Twitter and Instagram who think that um, older women like to play games, like love games. Honey, um, older women have no time for that shit. Okay, I don't play games. You know, hoes who want to sleep with everything they come in contact with, of course, that's a different story. See, that's why, and there was somebody that, that posted something like if you're not post if they're not posting about you they obviously don't want people to know that you're that you're together because they want the host to slide into their dms and i said yes that's what athletes do athletes are known for this celebrities i don't really care but i'm just talking about athletes in general athletes in general this is what they do 
those that are not serious about their relationship with somebody give excuses as to why they don't want to share the fact that they're together on social media because they want those to slide into their DMs. So we're talking about like rumors, all the rumors and all fine. I don't care what the hell you fucking say about me. Honey, if I care what people were saying to me, I'd never leave the house. I don't fucking care. You can you can throw gasoline to my fire. It's okay. I love my haters. I do because they push me to be successful. They don't even know that they're doing that. They think that they're hurting me, honey. You ain't hurting me one bit. I kind of act like I actually learn things about me that I never knew existed when I go online. And I read all this stupid shit. So about the sex comments. So I had like these young guys in their like early 20s, I would assume, maybe like 19, 20, 21-ish, you know, talking like, oh, um, guys, young guys in their 20s don't want to take me to bed. Um, no. And I was like, oh, they're so fucking wrong. <laughs> First of all, they don't even know me through a hole in the head, through a hole in the wall. But anyway, so I wrote my book, you know, Hello Love, Where's Cute with the second edition. And then I wrote my follow-up book, Relationship Impossible. So I interviewed a lot of men for my book. A lot of uh, men galore, okay. So I got the men's perspective. I got the woman's perspective. So here are some of those interviews with men in their 20s, 23, 24, and a 25-year-old. Ready? One of them said, older women are better at sex. There is no question at all. They know their bodies, aren't squeamish, and they know what they want. Bingo. Number one said, the ones that have um, really blown my mind are the women 35 and older. Oh, hey, my age. They are hungry for it in a way that college girls and women in their 20s just aren't. Uh, boom. Next one. Older women just know what men want and are eager to give it to them. They ask questions and figure out what turns their guy on and what they like. They aren't afraid to try new things. So the first one was from a 24-year-old, the second one was from a 25-year-old, and the last one was from a 23-year-old. 23, 24, 25, I think I screwed that up, but whatever. So when guys on Instagram are going around saying that young guys don't want to be with older women, yeah, hello, they're fucking wrong. Um, and they're just jealous because they're never going to get the chance to be with me. I'll toot my horn there. Toot toot. <laughs> I'll toot my horn there. But like I said, the signs of jealousy are very easy to see. Number one, they insult you with, they compliment you with an insult. So when they start like the boomer thing or the Karen thing, or they compliment you and they insult you with the same, like it's at the same time, they're jealous. When they rub in your mistakes, they're jealous. When they, they obviously when they humiliate you on social media, they're totally jealous. The rumors, means they're jealous. They tell you that you've been lucky. Jealous. They diminish your achievements. Jealous. And they're very competitive. Jealous. So here's what I'll say. If you didn't read my blog post on Stephanie's Corner, I will tell you this. I will not water myself down to make me more digestible for you. You can choke.
You want to spread rumors? Go. I think if you believe anything that you hear about me online, you're the fucking stupid one. You're dumb without physically knowing me. The easiest way to get to know who I am is to actually ask me who I am and to get to know me and have a conversation. Like spying on my social media, number one, does nothing. It just makes you look stupid because I post things all the time to either motivate, inspire, have humor, educate, entertain. And those are the five reasons why I post things. Or it's business-wise and I'm posting about business stuff or my client stuff. I'm posting to help boost their business. Um, so anything that I post, basically, you're not going to learn anything from me, basically. I mean, I mean, there's some things you will learn, you know, and hopefully people learn this kind of stuff that I'm compassionate, I'm understanding, I'm loyal, um, I'm blunt, I'm honest, um, I'm not afraid to stand up for myself and stand up for others. I am... What else can I say? One more thing. Hmm. And let's see. And what else am I? <laughs> um, uh, and I've learned from my past mistakes. So I don't make those mistakes again. You know. What other things? Well, let's see. I've posted a lot of things. Like, I love the color pink. My favorite flowers are daisies. Although I like flowers of any kind. But daisies are just for their friendliest flower. Oh, I can talk forever too. I can I can have a great conversation with you. I'm a very great person to have a conversation with. Um, and I like to look at things from different perspectives. I just don't look at the things that, you know, oh, this is my mindset. This is the way I look. This is the way I feel about things. And I don't want to see your point of view. No, I like to look at things from different point of views. I like to see how other people think and feel. And I try to have a lot of empathy. That's also about me, for those that want to know. Um, what else? I like daisies. My color is pink. I have a niece and a nephew. Um, you know, I'm very big on family. I'm always there for my friends. Um, I'm supportive. Um, what else? What other stuff do I post about, like, that I can, like, tell you? Um, hmm. What other stuff do I post? Like, I really don't, like, I'm just thinking, like, I really don't post anything about myself, hardly, like, hardly ever anything that I post is about me. Let's look. Um, I'll just look for myself, let's see. Oh, well, coffee, obviously, I love coffee. I've had a coffee brand. Oh, I post influencer stuff. Obviously, I love football, and I love, um, and I went, oh, I went to the University of Michigan, um, I have posted a couple of those things. Um, I have a coffee brand, by the way, which, by the way, I am also giving um, free samples to. Oh, uh, the computer is frozen on me. Thank you. Um, I love the holidays, but I think that's like everybody else. I'm a writer, I'm a blog, I'm just looking at my Twitter, I mean, my Instagram, like, I really don't need posts, oh, I like pancakes, <laughs> like, I like pancakes, um, let's see, what other things about me do I post, um, 
Like, I like brunch. I like wine. Uh, you know, so, I mean, there's nothing that much, really, I mean, if you think about it, that you can tell who I am just by what I'm posting. Because there's a reason always behind what I'm posting. Uh, so, I mean, that's the best thing about me. Like, is you can just, like, pop into my DMs. You can slide into my DMs and ask me anything you want to ask me. I'm an open book. Seriously. Like, I'll have a conversation with you. But if you're going to get, like, a little vulgar and a little crude and you're going to be rude and disrespect me, then I'm going to just block you and not talk to you. Because don't waste my time. My time is precious. Don't waste it. Um, you know, guys think that they can change me. They can't. Nobody can change me. I am going to be who I am. I am. I know I'm worth it. I know my worth. I know my value. I know what I deserve. Um, I'm going to be blunt. I'm going to be real. And sometimes that's a little too much for guys to handle because they just, they want the girl who's going to put up with their bullshit. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to put up with your bullshit. Sorry, but not sorry. It's just the way that life goes. No. Um, but anyhow, anywho, that's the scoop on that. So this week, let's see if I'm going to have a, a sassy show on Facebook and live stream it on Facebook and then put it on YouTube. I don't know. Very busy week. So today's Tuesday. Tomorrow is like the busiest day of my life. I have an eye doctor appointment. Lovely. Then from there, I have another appointment in the morning. Then I have an eye doctor appointment in the afternoon. Then from there, I have to go to cheer practice. I have two cheer teams that I coach. So we have our ba we have a basketball team cheer that I have to coach. That's first. And then the competition team has practice. So that's Wednesday. So I'm like, Wednesday, I'm not doing anything. No shows. Thursday. Now, Thursday. That may be a possibility, but maybe not. Friday, I have time. So Friday, I'm going to do the recordings of the fangirl, hashtag sarcasm. Um, I'm going to talk about more about like, so see here, if you're a subscriber to my podcast, the Assassination Podcast, you get the recordings of the fangirl, hashtag sarcasm. But also... I'm going to start talking about the bonus coverage of my book, Relationship Impossible. That's coming very soon. And only subscribers will get that coverage. Um, people can buy a journal that I'm going to put together with um, some bonus stuff in it about dating but and relationships and athletes and stuff. But I'm not – I'm going to put that on Amazon – this is like the plan. See, this is this is how you plan things. So I'm gonna put on Amazon, but then to listen to the rest of it, you're gonna to have to subscribe to my uh, podcast, which is only two ninety nine a month. It's not bad. I'm not asking for an arm and a leg. <laughs> um, and you get a free gift, free gift for subscribers, and a very and a lot of exclusive content for subscribers too. By the way. And you get a chance to have a podcast with me, which that, you know, everybody can then listen to. Um, which maybe be the interesting thing is to having a podcast with somebody else. You know, I love, I love having guests and, and hearing people talk about different things. So we'll see how that goes, right? Um, and then Friday, I may have the Sassy Show as well. So the recordings of a fangirl will be in the morning. 
and then the sassy show may be in the afternoon. Um, I don't have practice on Friday, but we do have we have a holiday party Friday night with my girls from the fall team. So that will be fun and interesting. Oh yeah, and then you'll see that too. You'll find out that from social media if you're trying to stalk my social media. I coach cheerleading. Um. Anyhow, anywho, that's the scoop. That's all. That's all I gotta say for now. I'm gonna hold off on saying some other things for other shows. So have a great day. Um, here in New York, it's freaking ass cold out. <laughs> Bundle up, it's cold. But it's definitely getting us in the mood for Christmas, which is my favorite holiday, besides my birthday. And yes, my birthday is a holiday. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's all she wrote. All right, so stay safe. And I will talk to you this week. And look at my social media this week. My Instagram, my Twitter. I will be posting some really cool things on Instagram, especially Instagram and YouTube. Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter here and there. Ta-ta.